Take a look up at the sky on our side Why? Might as well Might as well Hey guys, um, it is Trey, my brother, Cullen, and this is the Epiphany Podcast. So, uh, so just a few announcements before we get started. We like to, uh, you know, keep you guys updated. Um, if you watched the last video, again, thank you so much. Um, There's a few technical difficulties just with like the sound issues and just how it sounded. Um, so we're working that out right now and. Hopefully it'll be better this time around. Mm -hmm. um, second, we're working on a text newsletter um, just so every time we upload a podcast or anything, you guys will get a text message. So if you want to be a part of that, reach out to me or Trey. We'll get you on that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you have any announcements? Uh no, uh, really. And just because this is what the podcast is going to be about, we're setting a goal of at least getting 21 episodes um, because apparently 90% of podcasters do not reach 21 episodes. 95. 95%. Yeah. Uh, and so we would be in the top 5% of all podcasters if we get past that. So please continue to support. Um, and with that being said, let's get into it. Speaking of goals, that's a good uh, segment into yes. our uh, topic for today. Our topic for today is um, healthy habits and goal setting. Yeah. Um, just want to be, I, I always want to just be clear and like, I'm not an expert. Like I, we just pick the topics because it's like, we want people to, you know, think about it. We want to, we want to grow in it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, you got to pick something. So yeah, I want to say I'm not like David Goggins out here. I'm not amazing at, you know, setting goals and all that kind of stuff. But I went to boarding school back in um, 2019 and a lot of it was about habits and goal setting and all that kind of stuff. So I do have a little knowledge in that area. Um, so, yeah, let me just get out our notes. Um, so let's just start with um, our goals. Let's yeah. go with you first. Just what, what are some goals that you're working on right now and what does that look like for you? So. Um, that's a good question. I would say some goals that I'm working on, uh, physical goals, I'm trying to work out. Um, I'm trying to eat more healthy, although with my body type, it doesn't really matter. Um, I would say a spiritual goal is, and it's not really set in stone, but it's more like staying in my word. Um, and also like, I am trying to become like a, a godly man that is like fit for a wife one day. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want that. Although I really do struggle in that area of just like lust and stuff like that. Um, third, I would say I'm trying to reach two years of sobriety, which is coming up in, uh, March of 2023. So what is that? October, November, December, like five, yeah, five months, six months. Mm -hmm. Um, my mom always told me, you know, that first year um, is hard, but the second year is even harder. Um, and then it just yeah. gets easier from there. So if I can get two years, go from there, should be all right. Lord willing. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I'll start with physical. Definitely. I've been just on a weight gain journey. I'm, I'm, I'm up about 20 pounds, but my goal is 175. I started at 135. So i at about 150, so I got a little work to do there. Got to keep eating, keep working out. Um, so that's a big one. Um, spiritually, um, a big thing I'm working on right now is just my prayer life. I try to pray right when I wake up, right before I go to bed. 
and as much as I can in between the day. But the most important times for me, I've realized is right before bed and right when I wake up, because then I end and start my day with, you know, just time with God. Um, And then this podcast, this is also a big goal for me, just being honest and working through that kind of stuff. And then... Sobriety it actually isn't a huge goal of mine. Not that I don't want to stay yeah. sober. It's just for me, what I've really realized is not thinking about it actually mm-hmm. helps me a lot more. Um, I, f- I feel like that's kind of there's there's kind of two types of addicts when it comes to or recovering addicts. You know, people who like to, you know, focus on it a lot and people who don't. I think it just helps me more to not. So and I think I kind of relate to that as yeah. far as like it is a day by day thing. Uh-huh. It's not like I wake up every day. I'm like, get to two years because what happens when you get to two years? Exactly. Well, you know, so I do I do relate to mm-hmm. that. But but as far as it is just kind of a foreseeable future of like, okay, just like try and get past this year and yeah. then you can worry about the next, but mm-hmm. it is day by day. For sure. Day by day. Um, so yeah, those are kind of some of the big goals for me. Um, just some smaller ones like family trying to grow and just my family life. And like you said, I really like that. Just being fit for a wife someday. I really want to get married Yeah, <laughs> and I've always wanted to be married young, but who knows what God has in store. But yeah. Yeah, so I just want to be ready for whatever comes my way. Um, relating to that, uh, so how do we, how do you um, keep up with those goals? Like, I mean, working out, obviously, we work out together, so we have that sense of accountability. Yeah. Um, but maybe you talk about like sobriety and just like becoming a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. How, how are those goals like? How do you work on those? Um, I would say, honestly, I'm not the best at setting goals. I think I'm working on it, but mm-hmm. as far as like writing down on a piece of paper of like, okay, like a checklist, yeah, um, I'm not so good at that. And I think this is good that we're talking about it. Cause again, like you said in the beginning, I'm not an expert, yeah. um, but it's something that I want to do because I just know in order for success, you kind of do have to goal set. And I think uh, I'm so all over the place sometimes things just don't get done because of that yeah. because I'm not saying, Hey, I'm going to get this done, then that done. And then we're going to worry about this. Yeah. I'm more like, okay, I want to get all these things done, but then what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you go about that? And so, um, I think it's helpful that we're talking about this and yeah, honestly, I feel a little convicted because I'm not the best at that. My mom is very good at that. She, mm-hmm. she writes everything on her hands so she doesn't forget. Um, and that's something I could practice and grow in for sure. Um, but I would say accountability is a good thing. So I think that's important that you brought that up. Like with the working out, like constantly hitting me, Hey, you want to work out today? Or if I call you like, Hey, are you down? Mm -hmm. Um, or just even with purity or whatever it may be. Um, I think accountability and telling someone, Hey, I want to get this done. And then they can just be there not overbearing over your shoulder, breathing down your neck, which is like, Hey, are you doing good in this area? And then Mm -hmm. go from there. So that leads me into my next point. There was actually a study out there um, by the American society of training and development that says you have a 65% better chance of completing a goal. If you committed to somebody, tell somebody. So accountability is one of the biggest things that helps in goal setting. Um, yeah. And just something I learned uh, going back to boarding school, um, they had us set goals every morning. Actually, they had long term goals and short term yep. goals. But every morning we set what we called a smart goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have ever heard of, heard of what a smart goal is, but it's an acronym. Um, S stands for specific. It has to be something very specific, not just broad, broad. Yeah. yeah. Like like my I'll get into 
my um, example of it after this measurable. You have to be able to measure it when you finish it or when you, you know, when you can do it. Um, a for attainable. It has to be attainable, yeah. obviously, which we have a little bit on that uh, later. Um, relevant mm-hmm. has to be relevant to you, relevant to what you're trying to achieve. Yep, exactly. And then time based. You have to if you put a time on it, you will definitely be more likely to do it. So my um, my uh, example of a smart goal is my my goal of hitting 175 pounds. So yep. it's specific. I want to work out. Like I started out, I just want to work out. I want to get bigger, right? Yep. Easy. But I made it specific. I said, I want to get bigger and I want to hit 175 pounds. That's measurable. Yep. I'll be able to see on the scale yep. when I hit that. Um, attainable. I think it's attainable. I do think it's a little ambitious right now just because I've kind of hit a plateau, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, relevant. I mean, yeah, it's relevant to me. I want to, I want to be healthy. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be big, not, not for like completely aesthetics, but just because, you know, it makes you feel good. Like it's yeah. okay. I want that. Um, and time-based, um, that is one area I do struggle a little bit. I did have a time frame um, back when I was with my ex, we were working on it together, but I've, I have adjusted that a little bit because like I said, I hit a plateau, but I do need to work on that aspect. But yeah, so I think even for you, just that would help just when you're thinking about your goals, you know, what what are the specifics of it? What is it measurable? What does it look like? You know, becoming better is pretty broad yeah. and it, not, not, not to knock on your goals or anything, no. but yeah, like maybe maybe use that as um, a help for when you are setting your goals. I needed to hear that. I was mm-hmm. actually going to say, like, send me that because that. Oh yeah, I like sure. the way that's put. Um, and like I said, I think that I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, but then it may not get done because I mm-hmm. don't have a time frame in mind. It's like I will do this, um, and I think I'm in the midst of life of recognizing that of like, hey, you do need to just really set goals and stick to it mm-hmm. because I I think it's. I'll be very happy looking back. Yeah, exactly. You know, and seeing, hey, I did this. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing about goals. You know, you can you can set these goals, and you can always look back and see, like, wow, like I yeah. really where I was. Especially if it's measurable too, you can see where I was, and it's like, wow, now I'm here. Like, this is amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So I think I think just setting goals and all that kind of stuff is really big. Um, but what I want to transition to it a little bit is habits, um, the difference between goals and habits and healthy habits and all that kind of stuff. Um, do you have anything just you want to say about habits versus goals? Yeah. I was going to say, uh, when you had spoke about reading your Bible or not, uh, reading a Bible, but praying as soon as you wake up Mm -hmm. and then praying as soon as you go to bed. Um, I was going to say that is a very good thing to practice, but I've noticed in my life, my prayer life seems to be not habitual. Uh, what is the word? Kind of a uh, a routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. But when you're only praying in the morning and mm-hmm. praying at night, which is what I sometimes used to do, was it became a routine. And I I think people can get stuck in that. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that that's you, but that has been me before. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are some habits that I'm working on? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I make like my bed every morning. Yeah. Um, that's something because I, I remember I, I learned, listened to like this sergeant speaking. I don't know if it was oh, a TED yeah. talk or what, uh-huh. but he talked about making your bed every morning yeah. and how, even if you have a crappy day, you can at least walk on or come, come walk into your room with a clean room. 
or uh, made bed. A made bed, yeah. Uh-huh. And no matter how crappy your day was, at least you have a made bed. Um, and that's just a good way of starting your day with with order. And then the, hopefully the rest of your day leads to that. Because you did that, you might feel good enough to take out the trash exactly. or wipe down the counters or mm-hmm. clean your car or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, so I would say that is one habit. Um, um, it's the studio. I, yep. That's practice for me. Uh, whether I release the song or just get a demo, at least my voice is growing. Um, yeah, so making music is a habit, um, but it's also like fun yeah, for me. It's for enjoyable. Sure. Um, and I think that's important for that too, is like find joy in the things that you do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think habits versus goals is a really... Um, I think people don't really, I mean, not that they don't realize it, but you know, I, I do get that. I do say that a lot, but I think it, I think it should be focused on more because the thing about habits is it creates consistency. Yes. And when you have consistency in things, you are way more likely to achieve your goals. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of the stepping stone before you reach your goals. Yep. Um, I am a very habitual person. I've realized that, that I like routine a lot. I do like change, but I also love routine a lot. You know what I mean? Um, it helps me just like, I know, I know what's coming. I know, I know how my week's going to go. I know how this is going to go. I know yep. that's going to go. And in my addiction, that was a big thing that I didn't have is no structure, no structure. Yeah. And it was just like, like, I remember back in New York, it was like, wake up, what to do today? You know, what are yeah. we doing today? Um, and yeah, I, I just know. For some people, they can operate well in that. Mm-hmm. I do believe that. But for most people, I don't think they do. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. A lot of people might think that they do, but they don't. Exactly. Uh-huh. And I think, yeah, going off of that, I think they would be a lot more successful and mm-hmm. a lot more, um, you know, they would hit on their goals a lot more if they were more habitual and more consistent in the yeah. things that they did. Um, I really like that that point about making your bed because that's something I really don't do at I'm, like I said, I'm a pretty habitual person and pretty put together person. <laughs> and literally my whole life, I haven't done that. And yeah. I mean, I did a little bit at boarding school. They made us. But yeah, I think that's something I need to really grow on. So yeah. I'm happy you said that. No, sure. I can't lie. It made a difference. And when I was at phase two, they made us made our, yep. make our bed. Yep. I never made my bed mm-hmm. ever. I just didn't see the point. And at some point, I just did it and I did it again. And now it's like. It doesn't feel right. And there's times where I've rushed out of my house and I just didn't have time to make my bed. <laughs> yeah. And it was on my mind yeah. because it does. Uh-huh. Be, it's like if you miss a workout day, exactly, or whatever it may be. So mm-hmm. I think habits are good. Um, yeah. You can create very healthy habits, but we also know a lot of unhealthy habits. Exactly. There's mm-hmm. a difference. For there sure. Are. Yeah. And I think that's another thing about habits, too, is no matter what you do mm-hmm. consistently, it will become a habit. Yeah. So if you do the right things consistently, it'll become a habit. But if you do the wrong things consistently, like you said, you can make a lot of unhealthy habits. And that's where a lot of times addiction comes from and all yeah. those kinds of things. So I, I would just say be careful in what you are doing consistently and watch yes. that. Yep. Um, yeah, let's take a... Let's go a different route. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some of the hardest habits uh, that you've realized to create and start? And I can mm-hmm. answer too if you if you don't have anything in mind. Yeah, why don't you start while I think about that? Yeah. Please. Um, I think being a Christian, reading the Bible and taking time for God is a really 
It shouldn't be, but it really is a hard habit to start, especially yeah. if you've never done that your whole life. Um, I think, especially in the generation we live in, which is phones and all that kind of stuff, I think that takes a lot of your time. And yeah, it's definitely a hard one to start. But once you do start, I will say your spiritual life will take off. I have, I am a prime example of that. I, once I started actually praying and actually reading my Bible, like my life changed. Like I was a Christian for a long time, but you know, you got to put the work in just like anything else. Um, working out. Uh, I think that's definitely a hard one to start. Um, a lot of people, I mean, I know a lot of people who love it, but a lot of people in the beginning, you know, it's just really hard. And it's just, so I think that's a big one that people not, I think everyone should do at some point in life. I'm not saying you always have to be this big workout junkie and always, you know, you don't got to do all that, but I think it's really healthy for people to work out and to be active in their lives. Um, And then I think what I've realized, I'm in school now, but I was out of school for a while, is just figuring out ways to stay social and stay, you know, consistent with people that you love. Um, That's a very good point. Very. Yeah. I think I think um, once you get out of school, especially um, you're so focused on work, work, work and, you know, bills and all that kind of stuff that a lot of times that slips your mind. And not to say that everyone has that, but I think a lot of people fall into that. And I definitely fell into that this past year when I wasn't in school and just when I was working and doing whatever. I mean, obviously addiction had to play into that, but I think that is a a really big habit that I would advise all of you to instill um, is just cherishing the people that you love. Yep. Um, And along with that, also gratitude, being thankful for the things that you have. That was another thing I learned in boarding school. They had us do what you're thankful for twice a day. And and when I would do, I was a little extra, but at night I'll write 10 things that I'm thankful for every day. I don't do that as much anymore. I should, but if you're focusing on all the things that you're thankful for and you're realizing all the things that you have and maybe some other people don't have, you are so much more just happy. Like I struggle with depression and I can say even that made me more happier in my depression. Not that it cured it, but it helped a lot because I was realizing I was focusing on the things that I did have. Um, So that's kind of just a good mental note for me just to remember that, that I should get back into that habit as well. Um, Yeah, you... Yeah. Have anything? Uh, I just wanted to relate to your last point because I was going to make that point myself of like, yeah, being there for your loved ones as they've been there for you, if they have been there for you. Um, And that's one thing I really struggle with just with my family, just because for so long it I had very disruptive uh, relationships with my family mm-hmm. because of my addiction and just trauma. And so now that I'm in a better place, yeah. I find it hard to um, work on those relationships. Yeah. Not necessarily like, I guess it would be rebuilding, but just to even make it over to my mom's and spend time with the family or, or whatever it may be. It's like, yeah. I, just, I just feel like I kind of ruined those. And maybe it's a sense of guilt, shame, and or maybe it became a habit that's hard to break. Exactly. I don't know. Um, But yeah, that's something I struggle with, but I don't want it to be that way. And so I'm working to change it, but yeah, very good point. Very real. Um, Second, um, uh, is it, 
what habits are hard to break or habits that are hard to well, build? Well, either. Hab- hard to build, but okay. we can do hard to break as well, too. Okay. Yeah. I would say um, habits that are hard to build. I mean, for me, I found working out, I was very excited in the beginning. It's not that I'm mm-hmm. not excited now, but to stick with it. The plateau. And I, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I feel myself there now. And I think I've also been busy, uh, but still, it's like... I heard a statistic that the first month is super easy, but the second month people quit. Yep, 100%. And I find that true. It is. It is there. And I'm not going to quit. So we need to get in the gym. <laughs> but um, third, I would say, uh, man, my dad used to tell me, make 50 songs and you might get a hit. And I could never imagine having 50 songs. Now I'm making 50 songs in like two months. Mm-hmm. And it, whether they're like fully professional songs or just like partially demos, like I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, but now it's the habit of like releasing music. Bro. Exactly. That's what I struggle with is like, it took me forever to drop that project, Love and Drugs. If you haven't mm-hmm. heard it, go listen to it. It's a lot of time put into <laughs> it. But it took me forever. And it's. I think a part of it is like the work is personal to me. Not that yeah. I'm afraid that people are going to hear it or judge. I don't care about that. But it's like it's just putting it out there or whether people are even going to hear it. Of like, is it going yeah. to be um, not respected, but like taken well? I don't yeah. know. Um mm-hmm. I would definitely say that, but I have built a habit of like, when I get free time, I'm in the studio, I'm making music. Um, it's, it just doesn't feel right. I've taken weeks off because, you know, I felt like I was getting a little too sucked in and Mm -hmm. I fasted, but even then it was like, I felt like I was doing something wrong. I felt like I was being lazy because Uh it's such a habit for me. Exactly. Um, and I don't think that's an awful thing, especially when it's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. If it's a passion, if it's real, you know? Uh, thirdly, I'd say, uh, man, breaking habits is hard. Yeah. Um, shoot porn. It could be mm-hmm. drugs, uh, whatever it may be. Um, it, it's hard to break those unhealthy habits or even replace them with better habits. For sure. Um, yeah. And whatever we're doing, it's we're making it a habit. Any, I don't know. Yeah. I think you touched on something really good there as not just breaking the mm-hmm. habit, but replacing it with something else. Yes. Um, that's a huge thing. You know, obviously we're, we're definitely focused on addiction. That's a huge thing in addiction that will make or break your yep. sobriety. If you can't find something that you love, it doesn't even, I wouldn't even go as far to say as much, just enough mm-hmm. to not do whatever your, your um, addiction is. Yeah. You need to replace it with something because think about it. I was smoking like a lot, like yeah. four times a day type mm-hmm. thing, sometimes more. And it's like, now what do I do with that time that I took out of my life? You know yeah. what I mean? You have uh, to like, like we talked about on the first podcast, what are, what are we going to do on the weekends? You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not going out and drinking and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You have to fill your time with something else and create new habits to supplement those bad habits. Yes. Um, going back to what you were talking about, passions, um, I think that that is where that comes in. Um, my passion that I'm starting to get back into right now is photography and video mm-hmm. editing. And again, in my addiction, I lost that for a very long time. And it was funny because I always talked about how I thought weed made me so much more creative, but it didn't. Yeah. It took away from it. It took away my time. It took away my power. It took away my brain, really. And now that I'm back into it, I just remember how much I love it. So it's like recreating or re re sparking that passion for me is just so 
beautiful and so yeah. fun. And now to use it, I'm working in ministry right now. So now to use it for, for God's calling in my life to worship God through my art. Um, we had this event this last Tuesday night um, called Revival Nights. And it was just like, first of all, it was the first event I ever took pictures at. And yeah. um, to take pictures of other people worshiping God and to take pictures of just, and just to capture those moments and not, do it for myself to not glorify myself, but to glorify God through my art was so beautiful. Like I can't explain how much that invigorated my soul just to like Good capture other people doing that. And it was yeah. like, this isn't for me. Like I remember there was a point where I was just taking pictures. I didn't even know what I was taking. Like that may sound bad as a photographer, but I like I <laughs> did, but I didn't. It was just like, this is not for me. Yeah. And I think going back to just passions and habits and uh yeah just like doing that off to the glory of god if you're a christian um is beautiful and it really helps habits um i think i mean i i even look at jesus's life look look at the habits that he had you know he would go away on his own and pray on his own and he spoke to people and he he um he was just counterculture like Maybe not as much as a habit, but still just just some of the things in his life. If you go and look in his life, that is another way to because that, that's the whole thing about the Christian walk, trying to be more like Jesus. So if you really if you really pursue that, um, you will you'll succeed in habits and goal setting. I will yeah. say that. So it does relate. Um, like we like you said, we're, we're a faith based podcast. So I, I like to bring it all back to that. Um, yeah. Where was I going with that? I'm kind of lost now. But okay. anyway, passions. Yes. So, so yeah, just goal setting and habits really will enhance all of your passions and everything you want to do in life. Because like you said, if you make 50 songs, one of them will be a hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you do a lot of what you do and love, you will be successful. No matter what success looks like, no, you yeah, will be yep. successful. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's a big part of um, just habits and goal setting. Yeah. So yeah. Should Next time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do we got? Time management. Yeah. You want to touch on that? Yeah. Um, I would say I'm good at this loosely. Again, mm -hmm. I don't have a schedule. I think I've gotten better at putting stuff on my calendar. Yeah. Um, and I think I've built a routine of like, mm -hmm. Hey, if I have free time, I'm probably here on yeah. a Friday. I know I have the podcast. I know I'm working out with you. Um, if I'm going home, I know I'm recording at night. Yep. Um, it's been a little thrown off because my whole crew got laid off. And so there was a week, no, not even maybe five days there where, you mm -hmm. know, I was sleeping until two because I was up until five because I didn't work. Um, but now I've been working part-time at this deli that I used to work at. And that's given me some structure, which you know, I hated the job um, that I got laid off at, but like I noticed, like it gave me a sense of something yeah, purposeful for sure, for sure. where, you know, I had 10 hours of my day. Like I knew what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Then when I lost that, it was like, okay, what am I doing? Yeah. How am I going to fill my time? Mm -hmm. And uh, it just felt kind of unhealthy. Um, but yeah, now I have that. But I think 
my life is just kind of simple. It's like Monday, Tuesdays. I know I have meetings. Um, I know I have this curfew at this time. Uh, you know, Wednesdays I go and try a new pizza place every, every Wednesday I try a new pizza place with my dad. Um, and we might go back to the same place, but regardless, we get pizza. Um, Thursdays, uh, I have purity group. We have purity group Mm -hmm. Fridays podcast, Saturday, Sunday. It's like, I'm usually here. Yeah. So my life is pretty plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I am just a very busy soul because I fill my time with those things. It doesn't give me time to do it really anything that I shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, at least with drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, time management is a huge thing that I've had to grow in. Um, I go back to just being out of school. I'm in school now, online school, but I'll get into that. Um, I have to manage my, like you said, I wasn't working for a while. I had to man, I had to figure out what I was doing. You know what I mean? Um, and now I do have work and it's, it's in person and remote. So even then I got to manage my time when I'm at home and editing pictures and all that kind of stuff. Um, and like I said, with online school, that is a huge area I've had to grow in time management because all of my online schools, I can't think of the word right now, but basically you do it all on your own. What's, what's the word? Not autonomous. I don't know, but I don't, I don't, I don't attend any classes like no zoom, nothing (laughs) like that. So every, I just have deadlines. I have to finish speaking of deadlines. I got to do my homework tonight. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I had to just learn a lot to do things on my own time and, I did tonight, but not wait until until the last minute to do it. Um, And I think that's something I've had to grow in, like I said before, just how does everything fit in? I I like that you said that, you know, you have your day set out. And I do. I do 100%. I have my groups on Mondays, Mm -hmm. Tuesdays, Thursdays, right? Um, But apart from that, it's the it's the downtime I have in between the groups, in between my work and in the morning, all that kind of stuff. What am I doing with that extra time that I have? You know what I mean? Um, just going back to the last podcast, social media takes a lot of my time right now. And I didn't have that for a while. And it was really nice yep. because it took away from that. I mean, um, it gave me a lot more time. Now it's taken a lot of my time and I definitely need to cut back on it. But... All that to say is time management is tricky. And it. I think something I'm realizing a lot is it adapts a lot. I think you're realizing that a lot with your job, um, not having that. Um, so you just got to adapt, you know, and you got to go with the flow and you got to realize that, yes, set habits, but be flexible with your habits and be flexible with your time management because things change quick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Going off of that, um, let's talk about enjoying the process. Yes. I actually have a quote. I was excited about this because I just went and saw the new uh, David Bowie documentary slash film. It was really awesome. Super cool. But there was this quote in there um, and he said, uh, by enjoying the process, you are creating a dream come true. And I think a lot of times I forget to enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. I think I'm very caught up in the process, but I also think I'm very caught up in the future um, and the past. I think I'm in all three and very rarely in the present. Yeah. Um, And that sucks to say because it sucks to feel that way. Um, But it's something I'm working on. It's like understanding like, hey, anyone 
um, whatever success means, but anyone successful was once in this position where, you know, they just had a dream. They just had a vision. And that all ties into this podcast of like, how did they get there? Okay. I'm sure they set goals. I'm sure they, they, uh, they made a checklist of like, okay, I'm going to drop a song bi-weekly. I'm going to have a music video every month, uh, whatever it may be. And that's just one thing I'm working on because I recognize the talent that God has given me but how am I going to reach new ears? Well, like I have to get these videos. I have to maybe make a reel every two days. I have to, and these are just all new things to me, which I'm working on because I know I'm not, unless I was just some very lucky slash blessed person, like someone's not just going to like find me. And then all of a sudden, like move me into this position. They need to see that you're serious, right? What have you built um, while uh, independent? Yeah, right. For sure. So, yeah. Sorry, our camera cuts out at 30 minutes, so we gotta, <laughs> we gotta be mindful of that. But back to mindfulness. Um, yeah, so I think enjoying the process comes down to mindfulness. You know, you know, if you're doing, if you're not, not even if you're doing what you love, if you're doing anything mm-hmm. and you're just mindlessly doing it, it's really bad for your soul, I think. Um, I think mindfulness is one of the greatest skills for your soul and your head and everything in between. Um, I really try to, in everything I do, especially setting goals and all that kind of stuff, like you said, just enjoying the process and realizing what it takes and realizing, like you said, people have to do this. You know, mm-hmm. this isn't just something that I have to do. Not not looking at yourself as um, different because you have to do this. Uh, I'm trying to think of, I think it's David Goggins who talks about the people who do see it think you're crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the moment before they may think you're crazy because you're doing all this hard work. You're, you know, you're ditching your friends to do whatever you need to do. And you're waking up early and all that kind of stuff. You know, people are going to think you're crazy, but if until you they see the results, until they see the results, but if you can do that and you can enjoy the process and not worry about what other people are thinking. Yeah. It's, it becomes enjoyable. And I think even, I even know some artists who talk about that, just, just how, how they love the come up because it's like, they reminisce on it just because it's like, they were, you know, they were so hungry and there was so much that they needed to do. And it's just like, you know, you get to a point where it's like, well, everything's handed to you at some point. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think, just yeah enjoying the process is really really beneficial for all your passions and everything that you're trying to accomplish whatever it is and just to speak to that um i actually saw it in the david bowie um documentary but i mean it scares me because it is very real to me i just I, i i mean lord willing i just really don't have a doubt in my mind that i will at in some form see success in music or with the podcast or whatever it may be just like mm-hmm. t- like reaching people mm-hmm. um but it scares me that i'll i'll miss these times yeah um because i know many artists are just crying even though they have it they're yeah. crying out mm-hmm. um they're not happy they wish that they could go back to their old life you hear it in the music like they sold their soul or whatever mm-hmm. it is like there's a sadness that comes when you do get it's like seeing the the prettiest girl and you get her but then (laughs) you don't like you're not uh what is the word satisfied satisfied there's Mm -hmm. always something else Mm -hmm. something else that you want so you do get the million dollars well there's two million out there Mm -hmm. 
or you get five million, but you can't buy what someone who has ten million dollars has. So you get the ten million. Well, there's billionaires. There are. It's a never-ending cycle, and that's what scares me. And and it's another thing of why I got appointed to God. It's like yep. these things will not fill us. Mm-hmm. And I think I get caught up in the music a lot of thinking that once I get there, wherever there is, I'll be satisfied. But if I would just be wise and look at the people who have done it and like still shoot themselves in the head or use drugs because they're still thirsting after something, then I would recognize that the only uh, soul filling thing in this world is Christ. Mm -hmm. And man, I'm really good at preaching. Not so good at taking it (laughs) myself, though. Yeah, for real. And I I can't remember exactly how the quote goes, but like, you know, you don't want to gain the whole world and lose your soul. Lose your soul. Yeah. And I think that's. I think a lot of people in our generation <laughs> overlook that 100%, you know, especially with how fast fame and all that kind of stuff is coming to our generation. Yeah. Like you can literally get famous off of TikTok. You yeah. can get famous off of literally 10 seconds, whatever it is. And I think they fail to realize all the stuff that it comes with. Yeah. Um, and I think you make a really good point just to, I would say, maybe not to be scared of it, but to be vigilant of it and yep. to think about it. I think that's a really good and smart of you to have that in mind because I'm the same way as well. I, I really do believe in the things that I do. Um, I believe in this podcast. Mm-hmm. I believe in my photography skills. I believe that I will do well in school, all those kinds of things. So it's like, I think having that kind of, um, knowledge and just confidence in yourself is really beautiful but also knowing the other side of it that when that does come you know yeah. what will that look like um so or yeah do you get so self-involved in it or sucked into it that like that becomes your god exactly or you become a god uh-huh. i think a lot of these people think they are god 100 percent. and kendrick lamar talks about that in his newest album yeah. just i mean I, I think he went about it in an interesting way but still he talks about how even the fans worship them as God. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not that we are not that no one on this earth is a God and you can get whatever money, whatever power you have, but there's always something higher than you and you will be judged one day. I know. And that's just the fact of the matter. And other facts of the matter is a lot of these people who are rich and who do have fame and all that kind of stuff to be blind are going to hell and they'll lose it all and it will be for nothing. And I think I rest assured a lot in just the fact that I have more, um, there's more to this life than just fame and all that, because I was really focused on that for a very long time. Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys remember my YouTube channel. I just wanted to be famous so bad, but I'm past that. You know what I mean? Like I don't see success as fame. I, I, I do struggle with money a little bit, I would be honest. But you know, I, I'm less I'm less focused on that now because I know whatever happens, I'll be good. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I will be in heaven. Yeah. And that's so beautiful to know. Like uh, I got this in the last episode. It gives me chills <laughs> every time I think about that because it's just like, I'll be good. Yeah. Everything will be okay. And I I could look it up. Maybe you can post in the description. I'm yeah. going to botch this, but Paul talks about that. I don't know if it's in Romans, but he says, uh, I have had uh, much and I have had little. And, yes. And in both things, um, I have, oh, I count everything as loss. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the type of spirit I want. I want that um, because I think 
coming from the background that I have come from, there is a thirst for these things of more of like a big house or like whatever fancy cars or nice clothes, uh, or just like not having to worry about swiping my card at a gas station. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like I want those things, but maybe Christ has given me that so that I can rest in him yeah. and know that he will provide. But if I gain all this fame and fortune, then maybe I think I can provide on my own. Exactly. And so, you know, maybe I don't see as much success as I expect in these things. Maybe, maybe my ministry is like each person I meet um, and sharing a testimony. Or exactly. Maybe I'm a school teacher. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to be happy in whatever I do. And I just trust that God puts me in the position because maybe he knows I couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. And maybe he gives gives those people a way to their passions. Yeah. The Bible talks about that too. For sure. And that's a scary thing. Yeah. 100%. So I, I don't want to be one of them if that's what it's worth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're just going to, going back to goal setting and smart goals, you know, we talked about attainable goals. Um, one, of the, one of the points we wanted to just touch on is just rational goals versus irrational goals. Yes. Um, that kind of goes back to kind of this whole fame thing we were talking about a little bit. It's just like, how can you set, um, what, how can you set rational goals versus irrational goals? And what does that look like? I think like we just said real quickly, just like, I want to have a Lamborghini by next month, you know, stuff like that. It's not very, I mean, yeah, maybe, but Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, I think for, there's a lot of people out there who are very ambitious. I'm definitely very ambitious. And I, and I've, the more I've grown up, I've realized that ambition can be a downfall. 100%. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, like I said, just relating to fame, I, I don't, I also don't think that should be a goal. Um, I think that should be a side effect of maybe some of your goals, but, um, I think especially if you have a goal of just being famous, like what is that, what does that look like? You know, in a sense, that's almost an irrational goal because what does fame look like? You know, you can look at freaking, I don't know, whoever. And it's just like, you know, maybe, maybe they have a million followers, maybe they have 10 million followers, whatever. But that's another thing that's just like. I guess that would go more under the broad category is what I'm trying to say, but yeah. And do those people with a million followers have like people who actually love them? Exactly. Do, do, do they find a girlfriend after they're famous and that person just wants them for money? Mm-hmm. Uh, do they have real friends? Like, you know, so, I mean, there's scary stuff that comes with that. And I think there was this interview with this woman who was like, you know, fame is the, used to be the byproduct of success. Mm-hmm. Um, but now people are literally like, that's all they're chasing after yeah. is the fame. Exactly. And some people will do anything for the fame. Oh, and you no. see it. <laughs> yeah, you see, we it. see it. Like, yeah, yeah. It gets dark. It gets deep. And I think that is what Satan is hanging over this world right now, at least America. Um, I think he is just dangling that and waiting for people to take the bait because, and I can get sucked into it, but it, I also see it for what it is. And it's just... It's weird how he works. He's mm-hmm. just not this red horn devil with a pitchfork. Yeah. He is just what you want. He is mm-hmm. your desires. And like, sometimes I just got to ask myself, like, what am I chasing? Yeah. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Is it my own desires? Is it a desire from God? Or is it, am I being deceived? Exactly. And I think that's a question people got to ask themselves too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely need to ask myself that. Um, and 
just again, going back to the last podcast, kind of like social media, what are you posting for? What are you, what are you, you know, what are you trying to accomplish through that? Um, And I love this, that analogy that, yeah, Satan is not, (laughs) not just that red horned, like he's exactly what you want. And that's the thing I've, I guess I I hesitate to say this, but I've looked like evil into the, into the eyes of evil before. And it's enticing. I know. It's very enticing. And I was talking about that. I was serious when I said, why does Satan have to make such good music? Like, <laughs> yeah, really, we just I was because I, I'll, like, I'm getting better, but, like, there's sometimes I just don't care and I'll throw mm-hmm. on whatever, some vulgar rap song because it's got a good beat and the voice sounds good. But, like, what are they talking about? Exactly. Like, if, let's say, you read the lyrics on the teleprompter and someone was, like, teaching you that, uh-huh. you'd be like, bro, psh, what? Get out uh-huh. of here. But, like, when he puts it in song form, ooh, uh-huh. Let's play this over and over again. And it's enticing. Yeah. And like sometimes not to like, uh, I got to say, be careful how I say this. Sometimes like Christian things aren't as exciting. Yeah. 100%. And I think they can become exciting, mm-hmm. but sometimes they're just not. Yeah. I mean, in church, they're not jumping and like, and maybe that's contemporary music. I don't know. There are some churches where they have rock bands and stuff, but like, it's not moshing. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, pushing each other back and forth. And it's, I, I don't know. And I think, I think churches are falling in, into that. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it's such a bad thing. It depends on the heart and spirit behind it. But I think churches are falling into making church more exciting, mm-hmm. um, into, Getting the kids like we need to make church cool. We need to get we need the laser yeah. beams. We uh-huh. need the lights. We need the guitar. We need the solo. Like, but is that really what Christ is about? Yes. Are they trying to? You know, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But I do work at very energetic. Uh, yeah, yes. energetic and youth focused mm-hmm. ministry. And what I've realized um, is just that I don't think it's as much about as enticing the kids and all that kind of stuff. It's Showing them that there is true enjoyment, in fun, and Christ. Yes. 100%. And I think that, you know, there is there is this big stigma that it's old-fashioned and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And it's not that. There yeah. is beauty and fun and witness in Christ. Yeah. Like, and I've experienced it. And you were talking about, you know, you don't go to churches where they jump around. You need to come to Revival Night. First of all, I'll tell you that right now. You saw that video that I posted. Yeah. But there is that, bro. It's out there, bro. And I, I... like, I don't mean, I don't disagree with you a lot, but it is yeah. out there. And no, and I believe it. And that's fun, why I said bro. just the spirit in, in behind it. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. if it's pure, it's pure. Yeah. Awesome. God For wants sure. you to enjoy life and have mm-hmm. fun. And we can play ping pong to the glory of God. Really. Exactly. You know, uh-huh. so there is that. But I think there are churches, mega churches, like, yeah. where, 100%. you know, it's, yeah, it's about God that. wants you to have this. God, like, sometimes, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that does kind of bleed into like prosperity yes. and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But yeah, I do hear what you're saying now. I get it. But anyway, yeah, there is, there is a lot of, there's, there's fun stuff out there in yeah. Christ. And I'm also, yeah, I also do a little bit of social media and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, yeah, you need to figure out a way, a balance of marketing to them and trying to entice them yes and glorifying god so i I do hear that 100 percent because that is a really really fine line to walk i do and yeah and that's what scares me about making christian rap is you know 
what, like, again, what, what am I doing it for? Um, and I know it, I know I'm going to be judged one day. Yeah. And so it just, it is, it's a thin line. And sometimes I just wish I didn't have to walk it. Yeah. But narrow is the road. I know. And it's kind of life we chose. So I, know. I will, I will challenge you that. chose me. Yeah. Really? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Well, should we call it there? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, like and comment on the video. Share the video. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get that newsletter out to you guys so you can get a text message when we get new videos. Yeah. And yeah, you got anything? Uh, no, really. I just want to say thank you and just keep tuning in. Mm-hmm. Um, again, with the audio, we're going to get it better. Um, and hopefully this, you guys can actually really understand what we're saying. It's not echoing all over and compression is not all up but um yeah just stick with us please and thank you and we do got guests coming on very soon that so too be be on the lookout for that yes um yeah so uh, have a good night thank you guys blessings this cup worked magically <laughs> take a look up at the sky on our side why might as well Might as well